the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's do some headline news. Every radio station starts with news at the top of the hour. The only difference here is I'm going to give you the opinion on why this story is intriguing and or what it actually truly means. British Petroleum. Are they close to stopping the oil leak in the Gulf? Fox News Radio's Evan Brown has the latest. BP calls it progress. We were able to go down with our ROVs and cap one of the leaks. That's a great news. Now, instead of three sources, we actually have two to combat. Spokesman Curtis Thomas, BP will next attempt to lower a 100-ton containment dome. They are hoping to place it over to the remaining leaks, and then whatever oil comes up would be directed to lines leading back to a tanker above the surface. But something this complicated has never before been attempted. In Venice, Louisiana, Eben Brown, Fox News Radio. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. Maybe. They're going to drop a 100-ton dome five miles into the ocean. Five miles. Think about that. That's pretty darn deep. And try to cap an oil well with a hundred million ton piece of metal or rock or something. I just think that's fun. Now, here's my thought on the whole British Petroleum thing. And it's it's, it's evolving. British Petroleum is going to be a stock buy, first and foremost. Next thing, oil rig companies like Transocean, who dig five miles under the under the water to get oil, are going to be a buy. Because we're starting to get ridiculous. We're starting to say... Maybe we'll do no more oil drilling. Now, again, I love dolphins. They're cute. I love them in my tuna. Um, they're lovely. But I love animals, and I, I this is an ecological disaster. But we're not going to stop drilling in deep-sea water. It's not going to happen. It's going to become more expensive. There's going to be more regulations put into it. But some of these stocks like Transocean are looking pretty attractive because if you think we're just going to flat-out cold turkey stop, you are smoking crack cocaine. Elsewhere, tens of thousands of Greeks took to the streets Wednesday during a 24-hour strike to protest harsh new spending cuts aimed at saving the country from bankruptcy. Clashes with police broke out in Athens as protesters arrived in front of the parliament building. I find this audio intriguing. Greece is not a third world country. Greece is a developed nation. Over the weekend, the government announced cuts in salaries and pensions for civil servants and another round of consumer tax increases to pull the heavily indebted country away from the brink and the, the default. Now, let me repeat that. The government announced cuts in salaries and pensions for civil servants. If you don't see what's happening in Greece, going to happen in the state of California. You're wrong. This is chapter, you know, uh, five, and we're only at chapter three. We can see how this story ends. It's not going to end good. We got to stop our government spending. Again, do I sound like a Republican? I don't care. 
All I can tell you is I'm, I'm probably more libertarian, smaller government, less government spending, less government promises. And do I feel bad for the people that have been thought that they get that 66 percent of their salary guaranteed? I do feel bad for them because they were promised something elsewhere. Now, this next story, it sounds dirty to me. It sounds like it's sex. I mean, it sounds like sex everywhere. Now, the hood could pop up while you're driving. That's why General Motors has asked to fix some Hummer vehicles. Fox News Radio's Jennifer Kuyper with more. Among the Hummer models, General Motors is recalling the all-new H3T. H3 models are also being called in for repairs to the hood louver. It helped cool the engine on older Hummers, but is decorative on the H3 models. 198,000 vehicles worldwide are being recalled, most in the U.S. GM is in the process of shutting down the Hummer brand after a failed attempt to sell it earlier this year. Jennifer Kuyper, Fox News Radio. I don't know, something about that story was just dirty. A hood louver, a Hummer, lube. I don't know. Just That story didn't, just struck of sex to me. Elsewhere, a major failure in San Francisco's justice system means hundreds of criminal convictions could be overturned. This is a big nationwide story now. Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal reports. Legally, prosecutors must notify defense attorneys if a police officer, who's also a witness in their case, has a criminal history or record of misconduct. The San Francisco Chronicle has found out that the histories of 80 officers were not disclosed. Ultimately, if they were the key witness and there was something in their background that should have been disclosed, then either of these cases can be reversed on appeal or habeas corpus petitions can be filed on behalf of the defendants. Either way, this is going to be a messy process. That's Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. San Francisco's justice system has another problem. Several cases are being questioned because a crime lab technician is accused of skimming drugs from evidence. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News Radio. Once again, San Francisco is the butt of the legal system joke. Uh, Seems like San Francisco's legal system, criminal justice system, has some flaws on the court level. And uh, hundreds of criminal convictions could be overturned. It almost sounds like a conspiracy to save money or something along those lines. I, I, to me, it's just what an odd story and what an embarrassment that, uh, that we are to the nation and our legal court systems inside of the city of San Francisco. And um, overturning convictions, it would save the city a lot of money, a lot of money. And I am that kind of um, cynic. Elsewhere, a new study shows that eating broccoli is better for you than even previously thought, even better than for you than previously thought. Fox News Radio's Carly Poulier reports. Former President George H.W. Bush may not like broccoli, but it sure is good for you. In fact, researchers have discovered that broccoli has cancer-fighting powers. They found the vegetable can specifically target cancer stem cells that fuel tumor growth. Results of a new study showed a compound found in broccoli and broccoli sprouts proved to kill cancer stem cells in both mice and cell cultures and also stop new tumors from growing. House Call for Health, I'm Carly Pouliot, Fox News Radio. Good, right? Cancer-fighting capabilities. I like that. It's almost like a superhero, broccoli being a superhero. Um, The only angle I have here is be healthy, eat healthy, and you'll live fiscally better. You'll save a lot of money, a lot of money, and cancer's bad. So eat your broccoli if you can. I know you're saying, did I just tune into Rob Black's show? He's talking about eating broccoli. Yes, you did. And I got an email that I want to hit real quick because I think this is particularly interesting. It says, hi, Rob. Thanks for the informative show. Um, I moved to Portland about a year ago, and I live much better off $80,000 a year than I did when I was making $120,000 a year in the Bay Area. Regards. Now, 
I throw that out there because in the last hour I touched upon a nerve of people leaving the Bay Area to find other places to live with similar jobs, with not quite similar pay, but a better quality of life. Uh, when we see these stories about Greece appear, they're really telling us things might get worse here because we've overpromised. And, and again, we seemed every year to be in budget crisis every single year. It's the Rob Black Show. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Coming up, a stock that's under $5 that's starting to look strong again. It's the Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Money buy happiness. Well, do big houses, nice cars, and hot women make you happy? Then, yes, money definitely buys happiness. The Rob Black Show on 9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. She's chopper broccoli. Chopper broccoli. Chopper broccoli. Chopper broccoli. Chopper broccoli. So broccoli fights cancer, and we're listening to Dana Carvey's broccoli song, chopping broccoli song. I'm not quite sure why. Heidi seems to appreciate the comedic turns and twists of Dana Carvey, local native Californian. I think he's a local native Northern Californian, Santa Rosa, I believe. His last comedy show was taped in Santa Rosa. I was there. So I was there. I was on HBO. That's right. There's a crowd shot of me guffawing. So you know what a guffaw is. It's probably one of the words that we could probably throw away. Um, but anyway, let's bring on Heidi Hartley because we haven't heard from her recently. And she it's in her contract that she gets at least two minutes per show. How are you, Heidi? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. Now, you are a vegetarian. That's true. Well, and, kind of. I'm a fake vegetarian. I eat fish. Okay. But you also like broccoli and you chop broccoli. I do. And every time, every time I chop it, yeah. I sing that song. That's, that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. You just humanize the show a little bit more. <laughs> I can't help but sing while I cook. Can you do a little singing right now? Mm, I'm really surprised you did that. You really do that? What's your husband think? He thinks I'm silly. Okay, but you do sing the song. You really do that. I do. Absolutely. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. You don't sing and do little jigs at home to entertain others? You entertain us on the air every day. I know. You don't do that at home? At home, I'm very private and very shy. (laughs) You're so full of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Are you allowed to say that on air? I think I can say crap. Do we have to use the dump button on you again? (laughs) I'll use it on myself. Anyway, that's the lovely and talented Heidi Hartley. And and let's see if we... Here was the argument her and I had during the commercial break. She thinks chopping broccoli is funny. She thinks Dana Carvey is funny. I don't think Dana Carvey is funny. He's, he's cute. He's cute. He's kind of like cute. And I said, I like male singers more than female singers. I like male comedians more than female comedians. Because she said she's funny. And I said, you are kind of funny for a woman. 
and then she gets for a woman. You had to qualify that. And I, I do, for some reason, I think women, yes, you have Celine Dion, but we got Bono. We got, we got crooners. We got, we got something you don't. So women crooning, not very good, not very attractive. So you agree with me, Heidi? Have you changed your opinion now? Have I convinced you? Absolutely not. You're high. There you go. How many f- wonderful female singers are there out there that I could name? Bono? The best you can do is Bono? <laughs> you know it, what Bono stands for, right? Bono Vox? Voice of God? It, it doesn't matter. It's not, that's <laughs> not his real name. Singing quality goes. Gosh. You too, really? That's the best you've got? In Catholic churches, they didn't have women in the choir for a reason. Oh, no. They just <laughs> cut off the male organs so that the voices of the young boys could remain high. Okay, they had to fake it. Okay, you're getting much too close to actually having a good argument, so turn you off now. Okay. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Actually, one of the things about my childhood, and this is something I dig about Heidi, is in my childhood... I always wanted to marry someone that I could hang upside down on a tree with and eat spaghetti and do bad impressions of Western movies and that she would sing while she cooked. I don't know. I don't understand what my image was as a kid, but that was my image as a kid. Anyway, um, there's a stock that I wanted to talk about that I've been delaying talking about. It's a cheap one. And I'm not – I don't own it. I don't want to own it. But it's starting to move, and i got to do the story of it. It's Sirius XM Satellite. It's it's a competitor to, to terrestrial radio. You know it and I know it. Paid radio. Man, when that idea came out, just about every executive in in radio from Clear Channel to CBS, they basically peed their pants. Paid radio? People pay and we don't have to sell commercials? That was the basic idea. Well, XM Satellite, Sirius XM Satellite, I don't know. I've, I've used the services before and I... On one level, I like it. On another level, it's it's kind of inconvenient to listen to satellite radio. You lose focus on it on occasion. Um, the OEM channel is improving. What's good for Ford and GM and Chrysler, yesterday you heard great, great news out of the auto industry. Sales up 25% year over year. Now, some people were expecting up 30, you know, kind of thing. Um, but what's good for the car companies... Are, is good for Sears Satellite Radio. Now, they've got some problems. They just affirmed 500,000 500, net subscriber additions in 2010, 20% adjusted earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization, positive free cash flow. they got a lot of debt. When you take a look at a company, you have to take a look at their debt to see, you know, do you want to invest in this company and or not? The company is a buck thirteen. And I could see it easily go into a buck fifty, which is a big move. Now, would I buy it? No. It's too much risk for me based on the debt. But the debt market's starting to improve. Debt market's getting a lot healthier. Um, i.e. people are lending. So it's a company with basically three billion plus dollars in debt and a value of about four point three billion. So <clears throat> the underlying business isn't being valued at much when you take out the debt. But what's good for the car company is good for Cirrus. Now, some of the other issues that they have, they have to re-sign Howard Stern. His contract ends in 2010. His first contract was for $500 million for five years. Was he worth it? Yeah, he was probably worth it. He was a star. He was a reason to go get Cirrus XM Radio. At this point in time, they got to re-up Stern, perhaps on much different terms. 
they have to do a reverse stock split at some point in time because when you look at a stock that's a buck, people like me, that's like a skanky whore. Like, mm, don't really want to date or marry a skanky whore. Like, nah, she slept with the whole football team, not for me. So when you see a stock at a buck thirteen, you're like, mm, no, no, I'll play with it, sure, skanky whore, but I'm not going to marry it and invest in it for the long term. I might try to do a little trade, but I don't see much of a long term investment thesis there. So I think you're going to see a reverse split. I think you're going to see a re-up of Stern on different terms. Those would be the, the things that move the stock. Now, there's big rumors that this station that I'm working for, and this is a rumor. I know nothing from an insider's perspective that Clear Channel is going to break the bank to try to get Howard Stern back on terrestrial radio. We miss him on terrestrial radio. He was a big draw. He was an easy sale. Um, he was controversial. People that hated Stern listened longer than people that liked Stern. So there's a big rumor going around that Clear Channel is going to try to break the bank and do whatever they can to land him when his contract's over. And, you know, maybe maybe Stern will say, you know, my hiatus from uh, terrestrial radio took me out of the spotlight, and I don't like that. Maybe I do want to get back. Maybe I do want to get back and be seen by thousands and millions and, and be heard, so to speak, because he's lost a lot of relevance. You have to admit that. People aren't talking about him at the water cooler like they used to. The big thing that they've talked about in the last five years is that his co-host, or not his co-host, but, you know, uh, someone who sits in with him, Artie Lang, comedian who sits in with him stabbed himself like 25 times in his belly uh so that was the big story on stern in the last five years oh and he married that that beth ostrowski 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there let's go to carrie in los gatos hi rob this is carrie hi yeah i was calling to um bring back the the greek conversation that you had earlier yeah the protest I was wondering how you can compare Greek to the American economy through the connection of the financial institutions or just the process of, you know, how the world's functioning right now. Very, very loosely. Um, I don't think it's an obvious comparison because standards of living and bank debt covenants in the United States are completely different. The comparison, I think, is obvious, and the problem is pensions that were guaranteed to people for civil jobs that they turned old and they stopped contributing to the society. They stopped doing work and yet they, they drew off the pension system, which we know the baby boomers are starting to retire in America in great numbers. We haven't seen the biggest rush of it yet, but the baby boomers, as they continue to retire, they're going to get Social Security. They're going to get Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal, um, and that's going to hurt our system. But then again, you could also look at, you know, locally. Oakland police um, and fire departments. Uh, there's a ballot going on in the November election for Oakland to try to basically raise taxes on individuals to pay for pensions of 1,200 employees who are no longer working for the Oakland um, uh, system. So it, it's problematic. And we could see, you know, Japan's an older nation than we are, and they have absolutely no GDP growth. They're anemic. They've got no inflation. They've got no no deflation. They just kind of move sideways and, and, and don't do much ex- except for export televisions and, and cars into America. If it wasn't for America, Japan would be destroyed. It would be racked with problems. And, and Greece doesn't have what Japan has, a big export business. So I think it's a loose comparison. And, and do I think it, it fits completely? No. Do you, do you disagree with me or do you want to have comments? Well, I, I would have to go live in Greece to tell you the truth to find out how their whole work system is based on i've lived in greece so i do have a little merit there okay because I, I didn't know if they had the same thing we were going on and it just moved over to this continent yeah 
Because, you know, you can see, like, Australia and Britain are in India. They're very similar to the connection. But then somehow Germany comes into the ball game of loaning money. And I don't know all the business deals and the, the behind handshakes and stuff that go on. Yeah, I, I guarantee. And this is an interesting conversation. And thanks for the call. Germany is going to vote on Friday if they want to be part of this aid package to Greece or not. And... Internally, Germany's pissed. That's a country without a lot of labor unions, and it's a country with great productivity. Um, you can make, you could insert a Hitler joke here of, you know, he, he ran, he made good roads or whatever you want to say. Uh, the Germans are well known for their production, well known for their manufacturing, well known for being incredibly business savvy. And they're pissed because they're not bailing out themselves. They're bailing out the, the, what they refer to as the layabout Greeks. Um, I've also lived in Turkey and Germany, just FYI. Um, so I know a little bit, but not, again, not, it's not intimate. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Coming up, a new cool gadget. It's going to go on sale tomorrow. I'm going to tell you all about it today. Will it move the stock of the maker? I'll let you know. 800-345-5639. Get your calls on the air. Yes, it's the relentless pursuit of financial perfection. Get in on it. Keep listening to The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. It's The Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. 800-345-5639. You can find me at Facebook under the group page, I Hate Rob Black. I tend to prefer strategy or stock questions. Um, but we could talk anything on this show. We could, let's go to Matt in Saratoga. Matt? Hey, Rob. Enjoy the show. Uh, just wanted to probably join some of the others today piling on on the uh, time to uh, to make a change here in California bandwagon. You know, I'm a successful business guy. Um, been living in Saratoga the last five years, just sold my house. And we're going to go ahead and rent in Saratoga in a nicer house for nearly half the cost of what we were spending to, you know, own a house here. And, um, you know, I basically had enough. I paid $1,500 a month just for, uh, for property tax, and I just don't want to continue doing that. I hear you. Now, what to- sort of work are you in, Matt? Um, you know, I'm in a high-tech startup at the moment. I'm just starting a new business, which is another reason I decided to get out from under that large piece of overhead. I didn't really want that burden in, in the new environment. But, um Technology startup. Uh, I started a couple of companies and sold a couple, and uh, mostly in the technology side. So I've had some luck and some success, but um, it's just the. Uh, I think you know California is in a downward spiral right now. I see it getting much worse before it gets better. And if you've ever held the stock head down and you just sat on it, and waited too long before you dumped it, I didn't want to do that with our house. So it's just time to get out and, and rent. And we've got a great house we're renting now for um, about half we're spending to. Uh, to own a place here. You have got none of the headaches of actually owning. And you brought exactly. up you brought up the taxes, and that's something I guess we should talk more about on occasion. And this seems to be the, the weird topic of the day, Matt, where me and my significant other have recently talked about, you know, potentially leaving the state because it is deteriorating. And I'm considered a, a big brain, Matt, and, and you're a big brain. You've started tech companies. Um, if we leave, we're going to leave the state in the hands of electricians and, and teachers who aren't high-paying 
Um, and it's not going to be good, especially since the, the brain drain, the college degrees are leaving the state, so to speak. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't disagree with that. The only reason I'm sticking around is my wife's family is all here, and I developed a large group of friends in this area. But other than that, I would pack up and go in, in two seconds if it weren't for, um, you know, for some roots here in our family. Um, and you're right, the brain drain's hurting. But, you know, Rob, your understanding of economics is important here. As uh, the, the interest rates go up, as people's um, taxes go up, their spending power drops, and the value of property here is going to drop accordingly. And, you know, anybody who's in a house right now, I don't think they've seen the bottom. I think we're just uh, we're we're on a step right now on the way down, going to go down a couple more steps. So, you know, business is leaving faster than it's coming. Property taxes going up, income taxes going up, sales taxes going up. It's just a bad situation, and the state won't cut any spending. And on top of that, we got what I refer to as a system that's just just bad is Prop 13, Matt. Um, and I know it's unpopular for me to say it, but Prop 13's killing the state. It's another one of those things where. My neighbor, or the the woman I bought my house from, she paid four hundred total dollars per year in property taxes, and I pay sixteen hundred dollars a month in property taxes for the same home. I agree, it's not probably the best system out there. I know there's people who those who benefit love it. Those like myself who bought a house in two thousand five weren't really enjoying any benefit from it. So it's you know it's a mixed bag, but um, there's probably a more equitable solution out there. Well, forty nine other states have a more equitable solution. So I think we're just a bunch of wackos in the sense of uh, we appreciate the people who appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, yeah. But, the you know, like I don't like rent control either. Like there's things that I just don't like, Matt. And, you know, thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you. I, I want to throw in one more thing on this topic because I got an email from Bob. And this is four people. Four people today have reached out and said, Rob, you're not crazy. It, it, I am thinking about leaving the state. And the only reason is my, my wife's family or my kid's school. Fundamentally, it's time to go. And this person says, Bob says, my wife and I make close to 200000 a year, and we're moving out of the state mainly because uh, good-paying jobs. We have good-paying jobs, but what we make still not just enough, justifying enough to buy a house here. That and our taxes are really high. We're in our early 30s, and we know numerous people of the same income and age, age bracket making similar decisions. This is a real situation where, where talented and intelligent people are saying, enough's enough. Like, I don't want to live in Stockton. And and live like a king. I, I want to live well elsewhere because I'm only going to live once. And uh, I don't believe in reincarnation. And uh, it's time to move while I still have the high com- income. Like, for instance, you have a kid in California, in in coastal California, on the peninsula. Your your yard is maybe an acre for a million-dollar home. Now, for a million-dollar home, you need to have about a $400,000 a year job, of which there's not a lot. So... You have maybe an acre. The house takes up maybe half an acre. So you have this teeny tiny little piece of yard that your kid could play in. Same job on the East Coast, and you could actually buy a football field. You could buy a house with a football field. You could buy a house with a creek that runs through the middle of it. It's just nuts. I mean, and people are sold on this, like, a little bit too much. I think we're a little bit, uh, how shall we say, high. Let's go to Pat in Sonoma. Pat, Pat. Yeah. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Good, great show today. And uh, Weird. Uh, along the lines of your um, uh, the questions you threw out to everybody about uh, leaving the state, uh, my wife and I have talked about it a few times. We have a numerous grandkids that are in this state and close by us, so we're staying uh, because of that. But um, um, we've talked about leaving, and as the grandkids get older, we may. And you you got some gray hairs on you, it sounds like. So you yes. 
you've probably benefited from Prop 13. If you didn't have Prop 13, would, could you afford to, to stay in the state? Um, you know, I, at one time I benefit, benefit, benefited from it, but uh, sold the house uh, to start a start a business. The business is doing really well, and interestingly, we, uh, in order to get around um, some of this mess, uh, we're actually renting now. But uh, the house we're renting in, we're using it uh, as a as a nonprofit uh, uh, base. For a company that for another company that we have, and so we're getting around a lot of the taxes because of that. Interesting. Yeah, um, it, it, uh, we're writing off most of the the rental uh, cost um, on the in the nonprofit uh, bracket. And something I want to throw out there, and this is just another twist, just to anger some people, because we do have Prop 13. We tend to have more senior citizens in the state than most states. Most states send their seniors to Florida or, or Arizona, but we have a high propensity, which is great for culture and it's great for family. Like you said, it's great for that, but it's bad for the state because of Medi-Cal and because of no income tax at this point in time while drawing off the system and not paying into the system as far as property taxes go at current wages and current levels for current services. But anyway, what else can I help you with, Pat? You know, um, I'm starting a, a new and I was wondering if there was an easy way or a simpler way of finding companies that are on the in the stock exchanges um, that are less than ten years old. Why do you want a company that's less than ten years old? You're trying to get growth. Yeah, I just want to look at it from a growth perspective. What I would do is if if you can't use the normal sources to get, generate ideas like the Investors Business Daily or the Wall Street Journals. What I would consider is looking at indices like a Russell 2000, which is 2,000 of the small cap companies that still haven't hit mid cap. Um, I would also look at some mutual funds, for instance, Pat. Um, There's a couple mutual funds called like New Opportunities, um, small cap aggressive stocks. Um, And take a look at a couple of the mutual funds uh, holdings. And you can maybe generate some ideas there. Or, for instance, if you really like tech, look at a tech mutual fund. If you really like um, IPOs, look at mutual funds that focus only on IPOs or go to IPO.com. If you really like things along those lines, I'm sure you can be creative with the mutual fund industry and all the publishing of materials that they do for their uh, shareholders. So 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Coming up. Let's talk about the Kin phone, K-I-N phone. It's the Kin phone. Will it kill Apple? Is that the reason Apple sell it off? I don't think so, but we'll talk about it. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. It's like finding a 20 in your inside coat pocket. All right, well, actually, it's more like finding a 10 in your inside coat pocket, but it still feels pretty good. It's the Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. One thing that I will stand by is I don't always think that I'm right, and I oftentimes make mistakes. I try to limit my mistakes, and I try to limit um, hurting people with anything that I say when it comes to money-related issues. Let's go to Mike in Marin County. Mike? Hey, Rob. How you doing? Love your show. Listen to it, I think, almost every day. Okay. Let's let's see. Let's quiz you. Uh-oh. So, 
Who Go is ahead, bring it? Who is name one comedian that I've had on my show in the last two years? Oh man, there was a guy that you had uh, that does all the stuff in San Francisco like uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I can't remember the name. Okay. Uh, he was a funny guy, uh, but that doesn't tell you much, does it? No, no, no. Oh well, sorry. Okay. So, what's my fa- what's one, what's, what's one of my favorite TV shows? Man, I'm failing this, aren't I? Attack of the Show. Um, what's my cat's name? I have no idea. I know you live down in the peninsula. <laughs> so you listen. That's about all I know. You listen kind of vaguely. Do you like porn. I do like porn. So okay, that's the way. Yeah, that's I listen okay. to you in background while I'm actually trying to make money. I can't make money and listen to you 100 percent of the time. You know. I hear you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's on your mind? So, hey, I owned a business in California for several years. About age 37, I got tired of running a jobs program in California. Had 140 employees, sold everything. Moved to my beloved state of Bozeman, Montana. I was in Montana. And uh, one of the things I found very interesting at the time was I moved into another business, made more money than I ever did in my other business. I think a large portion of it was attributed to the fact, number one, I didn't have the million-dollar mortgage that I was trying to pay monthly. Didn't have the traffic, wasn't, didn't have a whole bunch of employees, didn't have all the unemployment insurance, workers' comp claims, all the legal stuff that I had to manage and deal with as an employer in California to deal with. So what I did was I moved there, had a considerable amount of cash, started to invest in commercial real estate outside of California, everywhere from Hawaii, Texas, Florida. And when I wasn't doing that, uh, I was actually, and when I was doing that, I was focusing on things that, you know, all that made me money. I wasn't focusing on all the the headaches that the uh, playing and, the, you know, the, the business environment in California brings upon you. Made more money than I ever imagined. Had to move back to California about three years ago simply because I had some assets here that I had to fix. And now that I've fixed those, I'm looking to leave again because it's even worse now than it was then. And I just look at it all the time. I pay attention to what's going on. And uh, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. The one thing I did notice also when I lived in another state, and I do a good amount of business down in Houston, Texas, too, is um, when you're paying uh, taxes in those states, you actually feel like you're getting something for your money, yep. getting something for your services. I was actually fine with paying them. I didn't think they were confiscatory. I was happy to pay into the system. Because I felt like, you know, there was something that was being given back. I don't walk around with my hand out. I can tell you that much. I don't expect much. But, you know, my kids, I live in Marin County. You know, you know how expensive that market is. My kids go to a private school here. And our schools are supposed to be great. I hear you. So I got an interesting stat for you on Marin. Cause I, oh, here's one thing you didn't ask me uh, in your little quiz as to whether I listened to you. I know of your fondness for older people. I know you love them. <laughs> and uh, Marin County has the highest per capita measure of uh, boomers in the country. And if you ever do like a carrier route analysis of Tiburon and Belvedere, all those folks, they're living in three, four, five, six million dollar homes. Those carrier route data shows average ages of 70 plus in there. I know they're ahead of the boomers, but they're not paying in the system. And their average household incomes are lower than mine. They're 110, 120,000 a year. They're living in a $3 million home, and they want their senior discount when they come and join the gym or whatever. You're a pretty intelligent dude. Why don't you call more often? I don't know, Rob. I guess because I just uh, can't peel myself away from trying to make money on a daily basis. 
Well, like your your analysis of carrier routes, I know what carrier routes out, but I can't imagine most people know. Um, that's how you prospect for clients is, is what I would imagine. You, you're sending no. out mailings to them. No, no, actually, no. I, I used to in my old business, okay. but I heard the data. Yeah, I'm a math econ guy. I like data. Yeah. I can't help it. I do too. So I don't listen to this little frivolous stuff. I like data. Okay. So <laughs> I, I couldn't help when I heard that because I've been looking to buy a home in Marin for the last two years. Yeah, I'm renting. I've owned homes in Marin since age 26, and I'm renting for three years now. I watch the market go down because I think there's tremendous pressure on asset values in California. But uh, I decided to do a little study because these people are going to be moving out of these homes. Who's going to buy their three million or four or five, six, seven million dollar in Belvedere? Who's going to buy when all these people start downsizing? So I decided to do a carrier route analysis by community. And Aren't I sick? You, I, I dig it. I'm, I'm digging what you're doing, and I, I think you're a smart guy. And I think you just added to the show. I appreciate it, Mike. All right, Rob. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, the concept, and we haven't even begun to broach this about real estate in California that's in elderly people's ho- uh, hands, and the amount of downward pressure that's going to put on the ability to finance that. Uh, to sell a four million dollar home, you have to have a buyer of a four million dollar home, and how many people could truly afford that? The step up buyers are gone. Uh, the ability to get into a home, get two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars of equity into it, and step up. Uh, into another home, that's gone. So the house jumping's gone. So I think it's an interesting... Mike was a good call. I, I almost want to go back and listen to it again. That was a good call. 800-345-5639. Let's stay with another Mike. A lot of pressure on you. Mike in Sonoma. Uh, hey, uh, it's, it's Sonora. Sonora. Yeah, everybody gets that confused. What I did is I, I left this year and I moved up there. Instead of going out of state, a lot cheaper, you know, a lot cheaper, and it's still two and a half hours from Bay Area. I just got tired of it. It's it's the same old thing. You can make uh, two hundred grand a year, but if one hundred ninety is one hundred ninety thousand is going out the window, what are you doing? You're just you're just spinning your wheels. So um, I'm trying to make it up there. Housing is very inexpensive. You can buy houses for two hundred. Uh, less stress. People say hello. You know, it's kind of like the whole thing. Uh, that's my thing there, and I'm still close to the kids that are still down in the Bay Area. So you know the downside. The downside on what you just said, though, is two hundred thousand dollars. That's an expensive home. The average home in America is not two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, uh, again, you're living in the boondocks of California. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you've been up there, but there's some really nice homes, and again, you get tremendous amount of more money for your for your uh, for your bucks. But again, yeah. it's still California, and there's still and nickel and dime is a death no matter where we go. That's the big problem. If you look at everything, whether it's a parking ticket or, or anything at all, they, they nickel and dime you to death, and we are going down. And the other thing I'd like to say is about this Prop 13. Uh, I, I, I might like, want to see that change, but you know what? I don't want to see it change until they do something else. I mean, why get rid of that when, when, the, when the pigs in the state are still going to take all these pensions and everything? And you know that's a huge problem. The state will not cut back on anything else, but yet they'll still want more taxes everywhere they go. That's the that's what really, really bothers me about that. So I got a lot of older friends that are under Prop 13, but uh, I don't want to touch them until the state does something. They just keep continually taxing us. Yeah, I, I think the answer there is we turn them into food and sell them. We turn seniors into food and sell them for the younger people so they can eat nutritiously. And I'm kidding, but I'm just looking up where Sonora is. You're basically in Yosemite National Park. You're pretty close. Uh, you're on the border, aren't you? We're about uh, an hour and a half away from there. Sonora has 
uh, uh, top, you know, hospitals, uh, any kind of store you need up there. There's uh, Old Town Sonora, New Town Sonora. I love it up there. I mean, I am so happy I moved out of here and went up there. I'm coming down here for a couple of days a week to still try to make some money, but I'm going to make the transition and stay up there and make my money again. It's just the stress is just what really bothers me and boggles me. It's just, it's, it's horrific. It's funny that you say that because I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast because of the stress. Um, and, and in theory, what I should have done was move to a small college town uh, on the East Coast because uh, I like the college town feel, the vibe of the students and the universities and the hospitals and things like that. But thanks for the call, Mike. Um, it's people. Soylent Green is made out of people. Listen to me, Hatcher. You got to tell them Silent Green is people. Silent Green is people. I did that uh, on this show, and people thought I was serious that I hate old people. So I've, I've started a new campaign that I love. I love old people. 800 345 5639. It's 800 345 5639. There's a new phone out that I've been teasing all day, and it's called the Kin phone, K I N. And it's made by Microsoft, and the reviews are coming out are glowing. It's basically a $50 phone. It fits in the size of your hand, probably like maybe four inches by four inch. No, yeah, about two, two point, yeah, about three inches by three, three and a half by three. So it's a pretty small device. What's cool about it is it's totally a new phone. Everything that you thought a phone should be is gone. And you can get on Facebook, you can get it on MySpace. It's colorful. Uh, it's got a wow factor in it that it's nothing totally new and nothing totally innovative as far as the applications go. But what's cool about it is, is when you get the phone, you go to Ken.com, Ken.com. And what it does is this, your phone number is online. So that's basically your phone now has an online component to it. And think about this for a second. I had some photos, let's say photos of the birth of your son. And then you lose your phone. You, you're one of those people who doesn't tie the phone into the computer. You don't Bluetooth it. You don't USB it. You don't download the photos. You show everyone at work your photos of your kid. But this automatically uploads the photos to the website. It automatically it saves every phone call that you ever made if you want it to. So I'm the kind of person who never plugs in the mobile phone for syncing. So it's an on immediately through the air backup. And I like that. I think that's actually pretty cool. So if you lose your phone or it gets stolen, your, your every one of your database people, all your contacts, automatically saved. It's in the cloud at kin.com, and it's via Microsoft. It's not going to work. It's not going to beat the iPhone. But it's moving in the right direction of saving the stuff, the movies, the contacts, the photos. I love the idea. It's Ken, K-I-N.com, K-I-N.com to learn a little bit more about it. The the data plan's expensive. It's it's a regular data plan. It's a cheap phone. It's a new phone. It's a hip phone. But the data plan's a little negative on it, in my opinion. It's full priced. It's Rob Black Show, nine ten a.m. I'll be back in twenty two hours. I love you, people. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.